Hey there, and welcome to the devotional. I'm Walter, the dyslexic bilingual hillbilly and pastor of the Rhine River Baptist Church. Today is Thursday, May 4th, 2023, and today's our 130th devotional. And today we're looking at the verse uh, from Christ's teaching, Blessed are they that mourn. Uh, in Matthew chapter 5, verse for it says, blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Uh, very short verse, very simple verse. It seems very straightforward. And uh, when you stop and, and just consider it uh, just a little bit, okay, well, where do people normally mourn? When do people normally mourn? Uh, normally, mourning is done at funerals. Um, in fact, the first place that we find mourning in the Bible is when uh, Abraham mourns over Sarah uh, because uh, she has passed away. So um, that's the first place. And, and yes, I know somebody out there will probably say, no, the first place we find mourning is in Genesis 1. It says, and the evening and the morning were the first day. Yes, haha, I get it. Um, if you don't know how to read like, like me, if you struggle with... Uh, reading uh, you can get those two things mixed up i hate it in english how we have so many words that are pronounced the same way but they have a different meaning so that's not talking about morning like you wake up and i know some of us mourn when it is morning we want to sleep the day away but um no we're talking about mourning when you're sorrowful over something um, the next place that I find it is when Jacob mourns over Joseph. He thinks he's dead. He thinks he's been devoured by a beast, and he uh, mourns over him. Again, um, you know, sad situation, and we understand why he would mourn for his son. Uh, the next place that I see it is when Joseph mourns for Jacob. And I find this one very interesting because not just Joseph mourns and not just his brothers, but the whole nation of Israel or uh, Egypt mourns over Jacob. And uh, they take about six months to mourn uh, over him. So um, it's just a, a prolonged time of mourning. And I think in our day and age, oftentimes we uh, want to overlook mourning very quickly. Uh, we want to get past it. We don't want it to last more than just a couple of days and maybe a week or so at the most. But um, that's not what we find in the Bible. Uh, mourning in the Bible is something that is, um, it, it's taken serious. Uh, and, and one of the things that I find interesting is that the Jewish people, uh, when they have a death in the family, they will take a week and mourn and just sit in silence because sometimes that's just the best thing that you can do. Trying to find something to say when somebody is mourning, uh, it, you, you might give an explanation for uh, what has happened, but a parent that has lost a child really doesn't need to hear an explanation uh, they don't want to hear that God has a plan and he'll work it all out. It just It's best to just sit there and mourn with them and to weep with them. So um, those are just some of the times that you find people mourning in the Bible. You find Israel, the whole nation of Israel, mourning over uh, Aaron and Moses. You find them mourning over Samuel and David uh, and some of the other prophets. And, and 
So mourning is normally associated with death, uh, but we find some other uh, instances of mourning in the Bible. For instance, you find uh, the, the people of Israel, the, the nation mourns when uh, Mordecai is able to get his law passed through and the people were in a state of mourning because of that. And then you find Mordecai later on mourning and going to his house because uh, he had to parade, um, uh, oh, not Mordecai. You find Haman running to his house mourning because he had to take Mordecai through the city. I got the names mixed up. Sorry, that happens sometimes, but uh, you do find this in, in Esther, where you find the nation mourning over Haman's law, and you find the nation, or you find Haman mourning because he has to take Mordecai around. So uh, when you see that type of mourning, it's a, a little bit different type of mourning. Uh, and and we see also in the Word of God that um, you find that it's a good thing to mourn and on occasion, it causes us to stop and consider some things. For instance, in Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 2, it says, It is better to go to the house of mourning than to go to the house of feasting, for that is the end of all men, and the living will lay it to heart. And I think that's interesting that it says we should go to the house of mourning. Um, it, it does cause us to stop and consider our lives. I remember being at my dad's funeral and thinking to myself, well, I have had as much of an impact uh, on my world as my dad has had on his world. So uh, it, it causes you to stop and consider and what changes do I need to make uh, to have the type of impact that I want to have on the world. Um, but ultimately, as I was thinking of this verse, ultimately I came to this conclusion that most of the time, uh, or always, when we mourn, it's because of sin. Uh, we mourn because of death, and what death is the wages of sin. And so we're mourning because of sin. We see people mourning because wicked people rule. Well, why are we mourning then? Because um, sin is allowed to have free reign in a nation. And when that happens, all civility breaks down. Uh, I, I think we're entering into an, a, a, a very turbulent time and a very wicked time uh, because we have just forgotten that sin brings consequences and, and we don't even realize the consequences that we're getting ready to, to face because we have let sin go. But as we see sin's uh, consequences coming, we will start mourning for things. Uh, we'll mourn for children that have been mutilated. We'll, we'll mourn for uh, lands and people that have been wiped out because of sin. Uh, we will mourn because we have lost our ability to have freedom and, and worship the way that we want to worship because of sin. These are all things because of sin. But the great thing about this verse, the thing that I love about this verse, when we mourn and when we are sorry for our sins, when we see our sin, and, and most of the time we look at the sin of our nation, the sin of other people, but when we learn to, to see our sin and the consequences of it and what it does between 
us and other people and between us and God, we should mourn for that. And when we mourn over our own sin, we need to remember that God has paid the price. The price has been paid for our sins. And Christ has promised that if we will confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. But repentance has to be a key there. So uh, I find when we start and are prepared to mourn, uh, oftentimes that will bring us to a place where we're willing to repent and willing to turn from our wicked ways. Uh, and, and so it brings hope there. And so I think with Christ, uh, he was giving us so much hope uh, looking forward. Uh, one last thing, in Revelation, we find in two different places, in, in chapter 7 and then down in chapter 21, that uh, he will wipe away all tears from our eyes. Once we see his plan, once we see his glory, once we see just everything about him, um, we won't have any more sorrow. And I know that's hard for us to comprehend with all the bad things that have taken place, but we will see him as he is. We will be like him and he will wipe away all of our tears. Uh, something, one just, just last thing to keep in mind. He identifies with us. He understands this. Uh, one of the, um, most comforting verses that I find in the Bible uh, is the shortest verse, Jesus wept. And knowing that he has wept over the death of a friend of his, uh, knowing that it, it caused him pain, he can identify with my pain. He has been where I am and he understands what I'm going through. And he is so patient and gentle and kind. And that brings me comfort and hope when we're going through uh, difficult times. He understands that and he's there with us and he will help us through it and help us to be more like him and bring honor and glory to his name because of it. So I hope that's a comfort to you and I hope that's a help to us um, as we move forward into this time uh, when we see things just crumbling around us. Uh, I hope we are mourning over the sin, but I hope uh I know we will be comforted when we see him as he is. So uh, thank you so much for joining with us. Until the next time, Alfie Darren.